Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where everyday topics and everyday people come together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the Beautiful Butterfly Show with your host, Bianca Fly. Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say welcome and happy Tuesday to you guys out there tuned in. We got another great and new and special guest uh, for you this evening, you guys. We got Arthur Champagne. She's in the building, you guys, and we'll be talking about her book entitled The Goddess of Lust, Love, and Infatuation. So, you guys are not going to miss this show. Um, if you're out there, uh, make sure you share the show. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those great places, and let everybody know that uh, Arthur Champagne is on the show this evening, you guys. And as always, the beautiful Butterfly Radio Show is brought to you by YRN 1328. That means you're listening to a show that's being broadcast globally. So big shouts out to YRN 1328. And so we're not going to delay it any longer, folks. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Champagne, you there? Yes, ma'am. How are you doing, Miss Fly? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? Great. I can't complain. Thank you for awesome, asking. Awesome. Absolutely. So, of course, for the folks out here uh, who may not know uh, who you are, tell us a little bit about who is Arthur Champagne. I, lo- I love the name, by the way. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, Champagne is a mother, an entrepreneur, an authoress, and an up-and-coming actress. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so for you, when did you discover um, that, okay, you know, I, I think I want to try my hand at, at being an author, being a writer. When did you first discover your passion for writing? I've always kept a journal but I really, within the last year, decided to go forth with my dreams. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that really inspired me. I've met a few authors before I decided to go ahead and become an author. And just the thrill of 
being an author and getting a message out there was everything for me. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and getting out here, um, there's uh, a thousand, of course, more than that, uh, uh, <laughs> of authors out here on the forefront. And so when you yes. stepped into this category, what made you decide or how did you determine that you were going to set yourself apart from the other authors and other works that we might have read? Quite naturally, I have been a fan of urban fiction um, and, yeah. you know, previous to me being an author. Mm-hmm. And I can say that this is definitely a great um, area for me. But I've been very suspenseful and have a great imagination. So I am very different from other authors, as we all are. So I said to myself that I'm not going to say that I'm greater or less than any other author that's been out there or is just coming. I am who I am. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love it. And so, of course, (laughs) uh, for you, and then also, uh, wanted to do multiple things, but when did you get inf- inspired to create uh, that first story that you wanted to release? Has it was this the first book that you actually released, or had you written other stories previous to the Goddess of Love, Lust, and Infatuation? This is actually my first release. Okay, and um, I love, I love it. <laughs> I love it and it's going to be sequels, you know, to The Goddess of Lust, Love and Infatuation. Yeah. But at this point, this this book is my baby. Absolutely, absolutely. And so for this one, um love the title in itself. The title in itself is uh absolutely amazing. So let's talk about um the title and the process um of this book. So where where do we get the title of The Goddess of Love Lust, Love and Infatuation? Well, as me being who I am and having a very imagine <laughs> a very imaginative um you know brain I um the goddess when I I've always looked at myself as a very respectful woman and yeah. no matter what situation I'm in I've always tried to respect myself and I consider that a goddess a queen in Absolutely. any aspect And when I thought of lust, I mean, there's things that all of us lust for. It's not just Mm. the sexual matter. We lust for that relationship, that house, that car. So when I I said lust, it's just not a sexual thing. And we all tend to get stuck in the lust. But the enticement of, instead of the enticement of the things that you lust for. Absolutely. And when I came up with love it's more or less that the spiritual aspect of love god's mm-hmm. love through everything that we do whether we're sinners or whether we're followers of god there's a love there Absolutely. and we have to understand that and when Absolutely. i say infatuation the whole point of the infatuation is that we as people get infatuated with lust which we think becomes love, and we're infatuated mm-hmm. with the whole concept. 
Absolutely. And that's how I came up with that title. Absolutely, which which is so true. I think that well, and we see it and, and hear it all the yeah. time. And because you know, you remember uh, being a teenager and oh, I love him. Like you had no yes. idea <laughs> what love was, what was it about, what it entailed. You were just like, I love him, and your yes. mama might have told you, leave that old knucklehead alone. You know, you know. Yes, <laughs> man. You know, good. You like, mama, I love him, and so you know, and it's amazing that we get so absorbed in that of wanting a boyfriend or wanting a girlfriend or wanting a mate, wanting that love, and then once we get older, we learn that love love feels a little different when we get older. Yeah, you know, it definitely feels a little different, and it. I think that. The lust part and the infatuation part may just increase as we get older, you know, because we're seeing our friends, uh, they might get married, they're having happy families. And so some of us, you know, we want that, you know, and so we're just yes. out here seeking and, and we want in that, you know, that relationship and, and that <laughs> yes. love that we see. So we, we just all wrapped up. <laughs> yes. And you're absolutely right about that. So that's why I wanted to bring a different twist to what people feel lust, love, and infatuation is. This combination itself has a different twist that it can be overwhelming if you don't know how to deal with it. So I feel like my book displays that in different aspects of each situation. Absolutely, absolutely. And so um, let's, let's talk about um, uh, some of the main characters in this book. And so one of this, this book is basically based off um, a young teenage lady um, by the name of Heavenly, correct? Yes. And so tell us about Heavenly. Give us, set up and give us the, the personality uh, characteristics of, of what kind of uh, teenager Miss um, Heavenly is. Okay, so Heavenly is a teenager that in her younger years, her family was well put together. She um, had both parents in the household. They were very um, spiritually oriented. They did a lot of family things together. And as time went on, Heavenly learned the things that she was supposed to learn as far as daily living skills. And as she was learning that, she realized that now that everything is turning around, she has to put those daily living skills to work in order for this family to stay together. Absolutely. And so for her, um, Heavenly and growing up um, the way she did it, and and for um, some of us, uh, we've had to, to live those lives where, things just got real chaotic, you know, growing up when we became teenagers and so forth. And so in this book, uh, with with this character, what made you want to center um, a lot of the things that happened um, during her childhood, during her family? What made you want to focus um, on specifically a lot of the events that occurred? Well, as a lot of um, people will realize, um, a lot of things that happen happen to you when you're young, which affects your perspective as an adult until you know different or Mm. you see different. 
So what I want to take you through is the event that Heavenly is going through, and you will find out what type of character and what type of woman she will be coming to in the future Absolutely. from these various of events. Absolutely. And so uh, with Heavenly, uh, where did you get your inspiration for her character? Everything. Everything. <laughs> um, my city, my city, yeah. my own experience. Um, younger, you know, females I've seen, spoken mm-hmm. with. Um, Heavenly has a whole heart of a lot of people in it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it, it's more of uh, grab the attention of what's really going on versus, mm-hmm. um, you know, see it for what it is. Absolutely. And, and seeing as for Heavenly, because she, her family dynamic, of course, um, her mother and father uh, were some very uh, interesting characters because uh, <laughs> they, they, they definitely dabbled in, in a lot of various <laughs> different things. So, uh, how did, how did, where did you, because the thing about it is that uh, a lot of times people have no idea how, uh, you know, parents can have their own lives and it was like you know the parents have their own lives and the kid is stuck in the middle like okay well right direction do I go in and so um how did you go about you know setting up the characteristics as far as for her parents because these weren't your typical Cosby parents (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) Well, as a mother of eight myself, you know, oh, I, I've, God yeah, I'm you, a ma'am. mother. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so as a mother of eight, you know, you experience different things. Yeah. And not to mention, I mean, I'm from Rochester, New York. And, um, you know, you, you see a lot of things. You experience yeah. a lot of things. And I, those parents are not the ideal parents you see, whether it's tr- trouble or whether it's you know you're having a good home I wanted to bring a twist that no one you can see it visually could could possibly happen but you don't know anyone that actually you can relate to that but mm-hmm. I want you to be able to see my vision right absolutely absolutely and, and, and with the parents and oftentimes because I wanted to ask you especially being a mother of eight as as mothers and, and parents and, and children seeing us uh, you know they notice everything they, they notice when we uh, are yes, at our lowest do. points and they lo- know yes. when we are at our <laughs> highest heights and when, yes. when we're going through and so for you like how do you how do you handle that especially being a mother of eight it's one thing for people who might have like one or two children but for eight kids like how have you learned to make sure that you provide them you know that best example but also a real you know realistic example of 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 how life can be well for one I put God first I think and praise him for many things um secondly 
I, some of my children, I kind of grew with them because I was a young mother and, um, you know, married young and all Mm -hmm. that. So I kind of grew with some of them. And as Mm -hmm. time went on, you know, and I seen things different, I, I, I felt like I was different. So I strive to be different at all times. I'm a mother of eight that eight children and I really, really love my children and I want the best for them. And they saw me strive to get an education. They saw me strive to do everything that I said I was going to do. And with that being said, that was more than enough inspiration to me to be able to leave them with today if I was gone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and that's one of the things um, a lot of times, um, I think that people don't always think about what kind of legacy they want to leave behind, you know, for their children. You know, uh, oftentimes, you know, we do things and, and we don't realize how encouraging just something very simplistic, simplistic may be to our kids. Yes. You know, they may sit back and reflect and say, man, I, I saw mama hustle and work hard, you know, to provide right. for us to make sure we had a, a household, you know, and, and all those different things. And so, uh, you know, it, it's very vital that we give our some, our children something, you know, to reflect back on um, so that they uh, can grow up uh, and be responsible adults and so forth. And so with this story, um, having this young lady grow up um, in this dynamic, how important <laughs> do you believe it is um, that we show our kids what's, do you believe that we should show our kids what life really is about or should we show them what life can be? Like you have some people who, you know, they grow up in a certain neighborhood, but they're not necessarily of that environment. You know, they're trying to do better. They're trying to excel. So do you think that, for some parents, it's okay that we, we kind of shelter our kids versus, you know, showing them what life is really about. Yes, I do. Because it it's hilarious <laughs> to me now that I realize, you know, that I kind of sheltered my kids in a right. lot of ways. Right. Um, I, I grew up in the hood. They grew up in the hood. Yeah. I mean, we wasn't of the hood. In our household, it was different. And mm-hmm. when they went out there, you know, it they were having all the questions like, why is this and why are we doing different mm-hmm. and so forth. But I think there's a time and a place for everything. I don't think that you should keep them from what is going on in the world, but there is a time to let them know what's going on in the world. I don't think that they should um, be exposed to everything. But right. some things is very crucial for them to be exposed to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think because it gives them um, a more real perspective because, you know, the thing about it is yes. uh, it, it's one thing for us to, you know, tell our kids like, oh, life is beautiful and roses, but we know that some days <laughs> right. it's just not. <laughs> some days Absolutely. it's just not you know, not going to be that way. And so also uh, with this story, you deal with a lot of family dynamics because Heavenly, uh, in the story, she actually uh, goes and and stays with her aunt for a time period. Is that correct? That is correct. 
Okay. And so, uh, you know, and, and that's another thing, growing, uh, you know, staying with people who have different <laughs> different values <laughs> yes. uh, and principles in what you're used to. And so um, talk to us a little bit about uh, the art, uh, the art in this book, Heavenly's Art. Okay. Well, the Heavenly's Art is Teresa. Teresa has always been a go-getter. She has no children of her own, and she makes money. She owns a real estate company, but she's also a queenpin in the streets. But yeah. no one really knows that. So she is a very bossy yet confidential person. Right. So as she looks to everyone else that she is this very upstanding citizen but when she really is, <laughs> she is really a boss. <laughs> so, uh, Heavenly's aunt is is officially like uh, dressed up in church lady clothes. Um, but, yes. but she's a, <laughs> so she's like a boss. <laughs> a boss yes. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. And what I wanted to bring out with Teresa is we forget the simple things. You know, we look yeah. at the outside of right. what everybody's doing. They're they're superficial and not right. totally the inside. Teresa is really a um, she's really not all put together. She right. really has a lot of issues. You know, even with her own family, and right. and is very selfish. But you will mm-hmm. never see that because she's an upstanding citizen that, you know, with real estate, she's helping people find their own home. She's yeah. making people appreciate life. Yeah. So you wouldn't see through that. Absolutely. 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 Which is which is how, you know, and, and that's the thing about um, knowing people because a lot of times, uh, we only see the outer appearance or the outer facade of a person, you know. Yes. And when you when you get to talking to them or get to know them better, you can see they are a totally different person, you know, than what other people would uh, expect them to be. And so, uh, for you, um, because because of how this um, book is set up, um, and it deals with um, a young girl at a young age um, going through so much. What did ultimately? What is the message? Uh, because I felt like Heavenly um, had a powerful message for young ladies um, who may grow up um, in situations like this. What was the ultimate message that you wanted to get out? and deliver uh, to the readers about um, Heavenly? My ultimate message is that you can go through the storm 10 times. It doesn't matter the age, but you will come through. Mm -hmm. You have to know who you are. And what what I displayed in my book is all the confusion of how Heavenly can get confused because she's following people that are, of her elder, her adult, mm-hmm. you know, adults in her life. But Heavenly starts kind of finding herself and want to make her own choices. Absolutely. And this is what a lot of young women, older women mm-hmm. go through. But at yeah. the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you have to know who you are and what your worth is. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And what I want to do is um, I want to take a short break, but we're going to come back, folks, because um, also with, with Heavenly, um, Heavenly, uh, you know, uh, actually this, this family uh, was um, a religious family and then find out, you know, of them losing their faith. Um, and so we're going to talk about that a little bit um, when we come back from the commercial break. So you guys stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Arthur Champagne, you guys, right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2. And Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. This evening, you guys, we are joined by author Champagne. You guys, we're talking about her book entitled The Goddess of Love excuse me, of lust, love, and infatuation. And, um, of course, for you guys who are out there listening, if you have a question or comment at any time uh, for our guests, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number. Um, all you have to do is press 1, and we'll be happy to bring you up on the line so that you can share uh, your thoughts or comments uh, with her this evening, you guys. And so, of course, um, Champagne, before the break, um, I was talking about in this book, um, you deal with also a family of faith, so to speak, where the, their faith is being tested. Um, and so they have those right. moments um, of, okay, you know what, things aren't going right. So so my faith, my faith is declining in God and so forth. What made you want to add um, that great um, aspect to this book about how oftentimes when we're going through, you know, our faith um, is tested for some folks and some folks end up actually losing their faith. Well, for me, I trust in totally in my God. And I know that there was days that I lost faith and mm-hmm. it wasn't always that I lost faith because things weren't going right. It was my decision. And that's something that I wanted to pull out as well. Sometimes we call upon him and say, you want him to fix something you messed up, but he can't fix it because you messed it up. So now you can't call upon your faith, you know, lose your faith because you decided to do something that you can't get out of. It wasn't him. It was you. So in the process of, me writing this book, I wanted to let people know that your decisions is important. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And for you, because a lot of times we do have uh, folks who go through those moments uh, where things can be very trying, you know, and you, and you don't yes. know if you're coming or you're going or if, yes. if, 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 you, if you should continue praying as you should uh, <laughs> yes. every night and day. And so uh, for you personally, how did you reconnect um, your faith? Um, through those moments where you were just unsure? Well, one thing I do know is that my God is greater than any situation. I mean, for instance, I'm going to say I was told as a new author that, oh, most authors only sell 250 copies Mm -hmm. a year. And my book dropped April 6th. I've sold 150 copies. I'm gonna mm. say that, and more, more <laughs> to come, <laughs> more to and come. And the year ain't even over. <laughs> and the year ain't even over, and I'm That's busy. Right. I'm very busy <laughs> making sure that I defeat those odds. <laughs> yeah. But this is what it's about. You have to keep the faith that things will go forth. Because if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, how right. can he build off of what you're not doing? Mm. Absolutely. So. I definitely Absolutely. trust in my God, my Father. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I think, you know, a lot of times we, we get frustrated because, um, you know, we always believe that, you know, when we're going through, we're we looking for that uh, that magic fairy dust to come sprinkle down <laughs> on us at any moment. <laughs> yes. That miracle, you're you're praying for this big miracle, but you're sitting back waiting. Yeah, I mean, but you know, (laughs) it comes with extreme hard work, but it's simple. There's nothing, nothing out of the ordinary with it. You have a purpose, you have goals, you go for it. You know, this is a big, this is a big, big, big industry for urban fiction. But I vow that you will hear my name a thousand times. And that's Absolutely. that's exactly what it is. Absolutely. And of course, uh, for you getting into this, being a new writer, getting into uh, the literary industry, what has been uh, your overall thought process of getting into this? Because I've heard uh, different authors share uh, their thoughts of, you know, the challenges they may face. What do you believe are some of the challenges of being a new author on the scene? I think most of the challenge for me was sitting down and trying to figure out where do I need to go with this? Am I going only virtual? Am I doing book signings? Am I going from state to state for a book tour? I had to sit down and figure out what exactly my plan was. But the thing is, for me, as being a mother of eight, I love challenges. So (laughs) you got to. (laughs) With that being said, you know, I'm I'm reaching out to other authors, um, speaking with everybody and just, you know, getting in the community and just letting myself be known and, and also just giving off that same feedback to anybody else that's new. Because there are people who are just now coming out or just now releasing. And 
they have the questions that I have. So I, if I can help somebody else as well as others that are helping me through this process, I'll say, let's do it. We are not in competition. We are in this together. And at the end of the day, I don't want to be any bigger than you. If I show you are an asset to me and everybody else, which we all are, then let's do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, we do have some um, questions. I received inbox from some listeners here. Uh, let's see here. Christina um, out of Atlanta, uh, she wants to know uh, for you, how did you go about um, determining um, how you wanted to um, put this book out? And I know you talked about as far as determining social media and all those great things. Uh, how do you go about making sure that you select the right publishing company. So how did you go about making sure you got with the, the right team to, to push your book? I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to say <laughs> first and foremost, <laughs> I prayed upon it, for yeah. one. For two, I jotted my ideas down and I researched. Mm-hmm. Research is very important in anything Absolutely. you want to do. I researched Absolutely. self-publishing. I researched um, big publishing companies, and I figured out what I wanted to do. Because my whole thing was I wanted to be in control of my own. So self-publishing was definitely um, the thing I was looking for. Because you know that saying as an author, you better keep one book in your trunk or you might you might <laughs> not be able to get any more. So self-publishing was definitely for me because I can get as many books as I would like to. So that was what attracted me. What are your ultimate goals as an author? Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, let's see here. Uh, Erica um, from St. Louis, uh, she wants to know, Hello. I just thought about, um, to perhaps turning a book with this um, substance and the subject matters that you cover into a film, possibly. That, is, that <laughs> is my, I so love Erica. Um, <laughs> that is my ultimate goal. I mean, that is exactly what I want to do, turn this book and the sequels into a film in the future. And with my hard work, I know eventually that can happen. So look for it on your screen set. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it could be. I really do. I think that it's one of those books that it definitely has so many uh, unexpected twists and turns and different in the subject matters um, that it deals with. I think a lot of times we don't always realize uh, what some young people face when they go home. You know, it's one thing yes. to be in school or, or be out in the community, and, and, yes. and when you go home, it's a whole nother ball. <laughs> a whole nother oh ball yeah, game. it's it's that the the two faces. You know, yeah. At the end of yeah. the day, everybody has two faces. And one face that you're in public and one face when you're home. But unfortunately, some people bring their home face to the public and some bring their public face to the home. So, you know, it's, it's a difficult situation at times. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And you also um, own your own health and wellness company um, entitled Boss, yes. is that correct? That is correct. All right, so tell us a little bit yes. about Boss. So with Boss, I sell um, health, healthier hair care products and weight loss products. Um, all my um, products are natural-based products. And what I mean by that, there's things like biotin, um, rosemary, and these are not your average um, hair growth products or healthier hair products. These are like pink lemonade, tea, um, things you can drink at your desk at work or whatever you're doing, you could take it along with you and not even think about, you know, oh, I got to put this on because I need my hair to grow. You're drinking and you're not even realizing that you're not only helping your hair, you're helping your skin and your nails as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think what a lot of times uh, we forget um, about self-caring, you know, self-care for ourselves. You know, we're so uh, used to attending other people and, and making sure others are right. And so sometimes we forget um, and forsake our own bodies, you know, when it comes yes. to um, making sure that we are healthy. And so uh, what made you want to uh, actually get into um, informing and, and sharing uh, health and wellness benefits uh, to people? Well, for one, I'm a mother of eight. So, um, you know, you got all the, you, I'm pretty sure you know all the tricks and trades. Like, okay, yes, yes, but I've always, um, always have in the process of being a mother and many other hats, um, always took care of myself. And when, um, I seen the opportunity to be able to have my own business and it's for us women and men to be able to have self-care and not even think about it, not think about, oh, I need to put this on tonight. I mean, it was everything for me. And and BOSS stands for the acronym of Build Your Own Success Story. And that's how I feel about my life. I'm building my own success story at this point, and I won't stop. I love um, modeling. I love fashion in the sense and and acting. So with those things, you know, self-care is very important. Absolutely. 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 Because we definitely have to take care um, of our temple um, and all of those great things. And so, of course, I know that, uh, let's see, we're eight months into, into 2017, and you've already uh, racked up as far as uh, overselling uh, the amount of books you want, and I'm pretty sure you're going to uh, supersede yes. uh, that number as well. And so for you, uh, what do you have in store next? What's in store next for Arthur Champagne? Well, actually, I'm, I plan on publishing soon the sequel to this, which will be Blissful Lust, and it's the sequel to um, The Goddess of Lust, Love, and Infatuation. And I will have more sequels to that because I want to explain in each of the lust, love, and infatuation, I want to explain in depth what exactly that means. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And so for you, uh, because a lot of times, and, and I'm so glad that that you touched on uh, this because I do. I think when people think about lust, we think like, oh, we we thinking of him, we thinking of her. And, <laughs> yes. But <and>, <laughs> we want them to. <laughs> you to you us. wouldn't imagine the phone calls I got after this book <laughs> dropped. <laughs> like, um, no, sir. That is not about you. <laughs> so it was just, you know, it it was interesting. And yeah. that was the whole concept. Yeah. That yeah, people always think that lust consists of sexual. And right. it isn't. It right. isn't. Right. It's a desire. Absolutely. And, and for us, we desire a lot of things. You know, we, exactly. we might be lusting, lusting over some food. <laughs> You lusting over success. That's the lust as well. So you lust all through your life, but the enticement of it is what you get out of it. You know, take it back to the simplicity of it. Absolutely. And and I think sometimes we, I don't don't think, I, I know that sometimes we have the tendency to definitely overindulge because we know yes. we know when we are being tempted by whatever you know and yes. so we know okay here's the outcome if i do yes. this it's gonna lead down you know this these path. are the consequences yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and so some of us we just we just you know it's kind of like growing up when when your grandma or your mama told you not to touch that hot stove and yeah. you went over there anyway and you yes. touched it, you know, so. <laughs> like, yes. You had you had to check that out. You wanted to know yeah. that this was hot. It wasn't just because you saw it that it was hot, and and that is how we are in life as well. Absolutely. And people don't understand, you know, that that is one of the things that, as you know, people we kind of need to pay more attention to the lust. Absolutely. 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 And uh, man, and so for you, um, being a first time author, what has been uh, that feeling like for you uh, to get those that feedback and those responses uh, from some of your readers? Um, A lot of my readers actually was um, at first was family or friends. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt like, okay, they're going to give me the best, (laughs) the best, (laughs) you know, response ever. But then when I went on Amazon and I saw that I had uh, reviews there, it it kept me motivated. It kept me going because at the end of the day, if it was one review up there, that's more to me than having nothing because Mm -hmm. to me, that's a supporter. And without my supporters, I have nothing. So it right. meant everything to me. And it, and it, and and I still, and it's so funny because I still act ordinary. I'm gonna say that, not that I'm not, but um, <laughs> I was told like, um, hello, champagne. You don't put your address on your manuscript or your um, <laughs> synopsis. And I'm like. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. You're an author now, and I'm like, yeah, right. You know, so it was like <laughs> when you <laughs> when you have a passion and you love to do something, it slips your mind that this is almost like a job to you. 
So, you know, it was like certain things I had to get used to that I wasn't used to. Absolutely. And I wanted to ask you as well, how much did this book challenge you personally? Um, how How much did it challenge you to bring out different aspects um, of yourself and your creativity um, that you that perhaps you didn't even know was there. Oh, this book really, really, really challenged me. I think it more or less was more of a challenge because for one, it was my first book. For two, I wanted to make sure that there was enough um, of messages in there that people can grab um, enough suspense and you know, basically enough to keep the reader, you know, turning the pages. So I can say, like, I feel like as this being my first, I know that it has been very challenging, but I feel like the sequel is going to be more challenging. Right, right. Because it's kind of more pressure now because people yes. have read this book. and they <laughs> Exactly. And they, they <laughs> and know, they're like, uh, you cannot yeah. come back with that Sunday stuff. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, it's it's challenging, but it brings out the best in you. You yeah. know, for me to get in a room, pen in my paper and my thoughts is everything. Absolutely. So, you know, and it's more challenging when you have one book and you're writing a sequel because you have to, you know, basically go off of what's already happened and people think that oh that's very easy but it's not because now your twists and turns have to be way more absolutely 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 because you have uh you know those faithful readers who are going to be watching to make sure like okay this ain't like the last one or she's getting even better you know so right the the pressure i was Right. I was totally shocked that I had readers and, and, you know, me being new, I knew I researched, I did things, I paid attention, but to actually hear your readers say, I can't wait for this um, author to drop the next book. And I'm like, it just dropped. So that was like, (laughs) you know, eye opener for me as well. Like you definitely, you definitely have to continue to give your readers what they want. Absolutely. And it shows how you have connected with them because um, if readers don't want to read anymore from you, they're going to let you know that too. You know, like, okay, oh yeah, let's let's not do this no more. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so for people to say, you know, hey, I can't wait, you know, for the next books to drop, it shows that they you you captured their attention, um, uh, and their interest, and so it, it's time to to keep on running with it and forth. And so, uh, what I want to do is I want to take another quick break, you guys. We're gonna come back and we're gonna let um Champagne tell you guys where you can go to purchase. Uh, the goddess of lust, love, and infatuation, and how you can connect with her as far as social media, all those great aspects. So we'll come back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Lord to the Hustle series one and two, also author of the Devil's Calling Car one, two, and three, all available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. 
What do you get when you fuse together a smooth, debonair man with an explosive volcano attitude? Mr. Quincy O'Reilly, a man living a secret life that he has perfected in keeping a secret. With his hidden profession, that is how he would prefer it to be. Who doesn't like the element of surprise? A true businessman by day and mysterious man by night. Will he be able to maintain the two without getting caught? Innocent and sweet doesn't mean powerless. Just ask Kaylee Jack, who has now had the chance to encounter meeting Quincy. Driven to stake claim in the one man she wants, she tackles the obstacles thrown her way. Determined that nothing will stand in her way could be deadly. What happens when Quincy's secrets are revealed? Who will be set free? Who will be pulled deeper into a mysterious world? Or will the lies and secrets destroy anyone in its path after the smoke from the gun has cleared? Check out Quiet Storm by author Deidre Lachey. Available on Amazon.com and www.blackbeautypresents.com. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. And this evening, you guys, we've been joined by the lovely Arthur Champagne, you guys, the author of The Goddess of Lust, Love, and Infatuation, you guys. And I got to let you guys know, uh, coming up Thursday, we got another uh, dynamic show for you guys. We got um, Arthur Strawberry. She's coming on uh, this Thursday um, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're going to be talking about her book, entitled Diamond in the Rough. Uh, so make sure you come on and you join our special guest, authoress Strawberry, also known as Lauren Harner. Uh, she's going to be joining us this Thursday right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys. And so, of course, if you're out there and you're on the phone lines now, you got a question or a comment uh, for our guest, uh, go ahead and press 1, or you can call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And always make sure you share the show, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those great spots uh, so that our guests can be heard all over. And no worries if you're just tuning in. Uh, the broad rebroadcast will be up and ready uh, by just clicking on the link um, as soon um, as the show is over so you guys can be able to listen to it again uh, and reshare it. And so, of course, uh, Champagne, for the folks out here listening, tell them where they can go to purchase The Goddess of Lust, Love, and Infatuation. They can actually go on Amazon. Um, They can go on Barnes & Nobles and Book a Million. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Awesome, you guys. So make sure uh, you guys go to the website. I'm going to be posting um, some of those actually on the beautiful butterfly page so you guys uh, can purchase them and all those great stuff. And so for the folks out here who want to keep up with you, they want to know when you're dropping that next book or maybe you're doing book signing and there's how can they connect with you as far as social media? 
Well, on Facebook, you can um, contact me under Champagne BCMC or on Instagram, Authorist Champagne. You can also contact me at my email, ChampagneBooks1 at gmail.com or my assistant, Tashawn.Gibson84 at gmail.com. Absolutely awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, Champagne, before we get out here, for the folks out here uh, who may have thought of writing a book, they got some stories under their belt, they've been motivated uh, to get out here, what would be your words? <laughs> Um, of advice to those new uh, and upcoming art, um, authors such as yourself who want to get into the literary industry? I would say believe in yourself. You are your number one supporter before you hit the industry. And you have to believe in yourself regardless of what goes right or wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And, of course, again, folks, make sure you go uh, and check out uh, this awesome book, you guys. Uh, we definitely um, want to make sure we get the word out. Make sure you guys leave her um, a review and all of those great things. And so, uh, man, it has been awesome uh, having yes, you on the has. show this evening. <laughs> and I definitely have enjoyed you. And so I'm going to be looking out uh, for that netbook as well. And so you definitely let me know. And I'll be happy to have you, uh, Cap, come back on here again. We would definitely love to have you on the show. Thank you very much, and I definitely will keep in touch with you, Miss Fly. You are awesome, and I appreciate you. And, you know, this is a great birthday gift. So, oh, yes, Leo. <laughs> yes, Leo season. So, yes, yes. Uh, tomorrow's my birthday. So this is an awesome birthday yes. gift to well, speak happy, with you. Happy early birthday, we shall say. Thank happy you so much. Absolutely. And so you got any um, final words or thoughts you want to share uh, with the listeners out here? Well, for those who want to become an author or would like to become an author, don't think about it. Just do it. Believe in yourself. And for those that are already authors, you're awesome. You can do this, and we're together in it. Absolutely, absolutely well said, you guys. And so, once again, thank you so much uh, for coming on here, and I definitely uh, will be in touch with you soon. And you have a, a great rest of your evening, and I'll be talking with you again soon. Thank you, Miss Fly. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. All right, you guys, that was Authorist Champagne. You guys, make sure you head over to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and pick up your copy of The Goddess of Lust, Love, and Infatuation. I'll tell you guys, going to be in store for a treat. So, big shouts out to the listeners on the phone lines. I saw y'all listening and tuning in. We appreciate you guys. And to those of you who are listening uh, via the internet, whether that's computer, tablet, or phone, we definitely appreciate you calling in and supporting our guests this evening you guys and so uh we're gonna do is take a little break um and then we're gonna have some um updates coming up for you guys after the break you guys we'll be right back with more right here on the beautiful butterfly show the beautiful butterfly
Supply Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And uh, once again, you guys, coming up Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we got authoress Strawberry in the building, you guys. We're going to be talking about her book entitled Diamond in the Rough. And so you're not going to want to miss this uh, excellent interview that we're about to have this Thursday going on over here on no other than the Beautiful Butterfly Show with your girl, Bianca Fly. And so with that said, once again, big shouts out to authoress Champagne for coming on here dynamic um, interview make sure you guys go out and support um, our authors especially our new authors in the industry you guys uh, make sure you leave them some feedback so they can get better and better at their craft and so with that said folks we're going to get ready to get out of here and I hope you guys have a fabulous fabulous rest of your Tuesday and I'll see you Thursday same time same place I am Bianca Fly.